Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the final episode in this series of Tales from the Veg Patch. The end of the series for now, but not the end of the growing season. So this week, things to look forward to in the autumn veg patch, plus some jobs to get done before next spring, and some nice things to cook in the meantime. If I'm honest, it's probably not the end of the podcast until next season either, really. I expect to be back with a few specials over the winter, when the kale glut strikes, the first sprout harvest, that sort of thing. And I'm sure there'll be a Christmas special. If there's anything you'd like me to cover in these winter specials, do let me know. Details of how to contact me are in the show notes. Finally, I want to say thank you. I've loved this first foray into podcasting. There feels like there's a podcast for everything these days, and I wasn't sure if the world really needed yet another one, but I've really enjoyed writing it, and I'm so chuffed that you tuned in. Thank you too for all your support, reviews, and messages. Even the nice lady who told me she listened to it to help her get to sleep, which I think was a compliment. I'm really looking forward to series two, which I'm hoping to start in early spring, when you can expect kid in a sweet shop giddiness about browsing the seed catalogues, lots of tips on planning what to grow, plus more tales of gardening tranquility and nature's power to restore the soul and rewild the mind. In the meantime, to the patch. The Promise of Autumn Non-gardeners will tell you that autumn is already here. They will be turning to stews and dumplings by now and wondering about getting their woolly hats from the box under the bed. But vegetable growers know that's not entirely the case quite yet. Crops that need a long summer to ripen are really only just ready to pick. Aubergines, tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, chilli. And all the sunny Mediterranean flavours are still front and centre in my cooking this month, despite the autumnal jobs in the veg patch. My tomatoes, for example, are wonderfully prolific this year, but very slow to ripen. The heatwave was good for them up to a point, but the drought that quickly followed has really slowed things down. Still, 
They are finally ripening now, and I'm enjoying the unique pleasure of biting into a sun-warmed, just-ripe tomato in the garden, slurping out the seeds and letting the juices dribble down my chin. Not autumnal at all. For me, autumn doesn't really set in in the garden until the clocks change, which, I'm sorry to tell you, is on the 30th of October this year. Usually, we don't get a really cold spell until after that, and as long as we don't, the courgettes, beans, tomatoes, lettuce, fennel and so on will keep on going until then. Also, my kale plants were ravaged by flea beetle during the heatwave, which set them back several weeks. They've just about recovered now, but it means I won't get my first kale or cavolo nero harvest until late October which is just fine by me, because I'll probably be harvesting the squash by then too, so all the autumn harvests can arrive together and really start the season off with a bang. In the meantime, there's plenty to do in the garden. First, there's the tidying up. Tidy patch, tidy mind, I always say, though I rarely live by it. The spent sweet peas and mange too need clearing away. They really can't stay hanging off their archway frames, looking like a vegetable gallows a day longer. Plus, the pigeons are using the crispy pea tendrils to build nests in the hedge that borders our garden, so that must be stopped sharpish. The broad beans, which I cut off at the base some weeks ago, leaving the stumps in place so their nitrogen-rich roots could die back into the soil, nourishing it as they decayed, are gone now, so that strip of soil can be readied for chicory. Because it isn't all about tidying, there is still time to plant. You could get some robust lettuce seeds in place, Four seasons, perhaps, or maybe a red oak leaf. To germinate in a sheltered spot would be ideal, then plant out the plugs. And I'll be planting out the radicchio and chicory seedlings, which I sowed in modules in late August. They're tough old birds and should survive the autumn. Chard is happy in the autumn veg patch too. To be honest, it'll grow in almost any weather, so you might even risk an outdoor sowing now if you're brave. Otherwise, sow indoors and plant out sturdy seedlings by the end of September at the latest. I also like to have a continuous slab of green in the cold frame all winter, which I can pick at for salad leaves. Leaves of the mustard family, Mizuna, Chinese mustard, Tatsoi and the like, are brilliant winter cut-and-come-again leaves that will withstand all but the heaviest dumping of snow. Frise lettuce is a great leaf for autumn too. Actually, it's not really a lettuce at all, but part of the endive, chicory, radicchio family of bitter, hardy leaves. Try sowing a few seeds in a sheltered window box now and with a mild autumn and a fair wind, you'll have a crisp, frilly green leaf over the winter. I like the Tres Fines Marianchere, sorry for the accent, variety, which is very frizzy, hearts beautifully and if you pick the outer leaves first, the rest of the plant will go on for several weeks, allowing you to pick it as you need rather than harvest the whole head. 
So, that's the autumn garden sorted. What about the autumn kitchen? Like death and taxes, green tomatoes are inevitable. You can encourage them to ripen by putting them in a paper bag and placing them in a dark drawer for a while, but they won't be anything to get excited about. And actually, green tomatoes are quite lovely. Tart, face-scrunchingly sour and great for preserving. A quick pickle is the easiest option. Stir together equal amounts of cider vinegar and sugar until dissolved. Then add quartered green tomatoes and leave them to pickle for a couple of hours. Tart, sharp and zingy. Perfect for a salsa base or in a toasted cheese sarni. Nigel Slater makes a green tomato chutney that is so glorious I could eat it with a spoon. The recipe was in The Guardian decades ago, but you'll find the link in the show notes. With luck, the kale harvest will start soon too, which is just as well because my stocks of frozen kale pesto, which I make in bulk every year and freeze in small tubs, are spent. This hasn't been a problem while the basil has been rampant, but now that's given up the ghost, I need a new green for my pesto. Because really, pesto is just something green, plus something nutty, plus something cheesy, and obviously garlic and oil. So don't feel hemmed in by the basil parmesan orthodoxy. Do play around with seasonal alternatives. Spinach and feta, parsley and hazelnut, or my autumn favourite, kale and walnut. For which, remove the stalks from 100 grams of kale and roughly chop the leaves. Put the kale in a food processor with one clove of garlic, 30 grams of grated parmesan, 100 grams of walnuts, a slug of olive oil and a pinch of salt. Whiz until smooth, then add more olive oil and more salt until you have a perfectly seasoned spoonable sauce. This can be used on pasta or tossed into roast root veg or as a way of finishing a soup like this. Roast cauliflower soup with kale and walnut pesto. I'm quite fussy about soups. There is no room in my mind for a bland bowl of sameness just warmed and slopped into a dish. A good soup must have layers. A splash of sour, a crunch of salt, a swirl of cold against a hot foundation so that every mouthful is alive with interest. In this setting, the soup is really just the base colour onto which you paint flavours and textures that, when combined, create something greater than their individual parts. This is why you will always find my soups topped with a swirl of creme fraiche or some sort of spoonable sauce and a scattering of crunch like nuts or fried breadcrumbs, as here. This soup is only a little bit about the cauliflower. 
Mostly, it's about the kale and walnut pesto on top and the wonderful contrast it offers to the soup, both in colour and umami richness. Against the creamy, sweet warmth of the cauliflower, the savoury, salty oomph of the kale and walnut. A soup to aid hibernation. Serves two. Preheat the oven to 195 degrees fan. Break one medium cauliflower into florets. Save the smaller leaves for later. Toss the florets in two tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil and season with salt. Arrange in a single layer on a tray and roast for 30 minutes, turning halfway until cooked through and a little charred at the edges. A few minutes before the cauliflower is done, add the smaller leaves so they can wilt and char too. Meanwhile, slice three small shallots and melt a knob of butter in a large saucepan. Add the shallots and sweat for eight to 10 minutes until soft. Once the cauliflower is roasted, tip the florets, not the leaves, into the soup pan with two bay leaves, 250ml of whole milk, 200ml of vegetable stock, a pinch of salt and bring to a gentle bubble for a few minutes. When the cauliflower is very soft, remove the pan from the heat, fish out the bay leaves and whiz the soup with a stick blender until smooth. Stir in 100ml of double cream and adjust the seasoning. To serve, Spoon the soup into warm bowls. Stir in a spoonful of kale and walnut pesto, then top with a few chopped walnuts and a couple of the cauliflower leaves. Cup the bowl between your hands to keep them warm and head out into the patch to enjoy the first hearty soup of the season. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 